0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to a brand new season of Chris Tries to Review Wine. Not just a new episode. No, no, we are talking about a whole new at-home season. And why are we at home? I, I actually, I have no idea. I'm meaning to ask why we're all at home. It's been on the top of my mind, but then it gets to the tip of my tongue, and then I taste some wine with that tongue, and I, I totally forget to ask. It's really funny how that happens. So, you know... Out, um let me know. But in the meantime, I am doing God's work here in my home, specifically in a stand-up wardrobe, which is kind of warm, but also kind of cozy. And nothing makes me feel warm and cozy like some good red wine. And that is what we are going to try to review here on a new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine. So sit tight, stay tuned, and hey, hit it, guys. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine, with your host, Chris! And that that's it! That's the whole theme song now. Here he is! Thank you, Chris, and thank you listeners for tuning in once again to a brand new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine, America's favorite five-star podcast where we occasionally achieve the goal that we set out to accomplish. And in this season, we are achieving a very specific goal in particular. Uh, We are trying to review wines that can be delivered to you in the safety and comfort of your own home during this time of social distancing. And we are doing that through a bunch of different ways. If you scroll back in your feeds, you can listen to an episode about uh, picking up wine or having it delivered from your uh, local wine store. Or you could dive deep right now with us into a popular wine delivery and recommendation service called Bright cellars bright cellars as in like what a well lit basement uh, uncommon to have a well lit basement but they want to shine the light on the basement of your wine knowledge and then uh, elevate it with some very intelligent recommendations based on a survey you take when you sign up and then based on your feedback from subsequent bottles of wine if you want to know a little bit more about that you can listen to the last episode uh, in the last episode i tasted my first bright cellars wine that was called whistling arrow. Uh, I, I just broke my microphone, I think, doing that. Whistling arrow. I just broke your eardrums doing it again. One more time. It was called whistling whistling arrow. Uh, and, and again, I apologize. Everything's broken now. Uh, but that was in some ways how I felt drinking it. Um, not terrible. Certainly I'm alive still. And and if you like a good zin, a good zin, then, uh, well, I don't know if it's a good zin. I don't love zin. So what I'll tell you is it was passable. And if you like zin, I, I don't know, maybe you'll think it's better than passable. Or maybe if you like zin, you'll drink it and you'll think it's worse than passable. And then you'll think I'm a monster. And you wouldn't be wrong. Also, it occurs to me a lot of the people listening right now might not be up on the wine lingo, and, and I know that. I understand that. Trust me. So when I say like a zin, I just mean a, a zinfandel, a zinfandel. I, I, you know, honestly, I don't even know how to pronounce it, and it doesn't matter because you can sound cooler if you say a zin. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not drinking a Zin this week, so if you want to hear about a Zin, you can listen to last week's episode with Whistling Arrow, Whistling Arrow, Uh, that was what I drank last week, and it was the first of the six wines that Bright Cellars sent me in their initial pack. I I filled out a short survey on their website, kind of like um, a BuzzFeed survey, but somehow shorter and also less impactful. Uh, I didn't know that was possible, and yet here we are. So I filled out that survey. They recommended six wines. I thought I didn't want those. I actually thought actively I don't want the six wines you're recommending. Uh, And so I, like, closed the tab and thought, ha-ha, I gotcha. But then I did it again, and they just recommended the same six. And I realized that that they were in my cart already. And, And honestly, I should just, you know, trust the algorithm? Where has the algorithm led us astray except for Facebook, Twitter, and and basically all of the internet? Anyway, I trusted it, and so they sent me these six bottles. Four reds, two whites, and uh, today we're diving into my second red, and I'll I'll tell you a little bit why I went to red number two in a minute, but first I'll tell you what that red is called. That red is called Falcon Fable. Falken Fable Bourbon Barrel Red. And, um, and that's a great way of saying, like, we're going to ignore whatever varietal is in the, the wine. The, the varietal is the grape. What kind of grape? Uh, clearly, not super important. Because we want to distract you with the word bourbon. And as someone who has been quarantined for uh, about a month and a half now, I really am distracted by the word bourbon. And so here we are. Uh, with a bourbon barrel red called Falcon Fable, it's a 2018 from California, kind of central California. It just says on the notes here, "New World, warm climate." And right now, uh, you know, honestly, I wouldn't care less. A uh, New World, uh, well, who cares what world it is? I can't go there. And warm climate, again, cannot go outside. It could be negative 23 degrees out, and and I would go. Great, it's nice out today. I I saw the sun. Well, let's find out what else we can see with our tongues when we taste some of this Folk and Fable bourbon barrel red right after this word from um, some friends of mine. Welcome back to Chris Tries to Review Wine, and you are here just in time for me to try to review the wine that we are going to try to review this week. That's how the show works. And so this week, I am trying to review a wine called Folk and Fable Folk and Fable is a uh, red blend. It is a bourbon barrel aged red blend from 2018. I received it from our good friends at Bright Cellars. And by good friends, I mean I had a gift certificate and so they sold it to me. Uh, so again, take this for what it's worth. This is an unvarnished real world opinion about Falcon Fable. A bourbon barrel aged red blend and I do just enjoy saying bourbon barrel aged so you may hear me say it several more times while I taste this bourbon barrel aged red blend again called Folk and Fable. Uh, but more importantly, guys, is it any good? Will you like it? I, I have no idea so we must begin as always with the sniff. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, um... Uh, I did get some of that in there, and uh, I have been tasting this for a while, I'll be honest. Uh, The the magic of the podcast is gone now. I'll admit, I was already drinking, and I actually think this has a pretty great boozy nose to it. Uh, Something that reminds me of uh, walking into a cigar shop, as I used to do all the time in the before times. Just wander into a cigar shop, and then someone would blow a cloud of raspberry jewel smoke in my face. I'm sorry, not smoke. Fog Jewel fog in my face, and, and raspberry is the key flavor there. So what I've got is the humidor meets the raspberry meets the cloud of smoke, uh, all in my nose, all at once. That's exciting to me, and I'm excited to taste this wine, but before I go there, I have to remind you that if you were listening last week, I was excited by the smell of last week's wine. The nose got me excited because I was pairing it with barbecue chicken as recommended, might I add, by the folks at Bright Cellars. They said barbecue chicken would be a good pairing. I admittedly, I riffed on that to make it a barbecue chicken pizza, but I digress. So I thought, okay, this time, instead of taking their recommendation on the food pairing, I'll take my own recommendation on the smell, the nose, and the flavor. And so I looked for a red they sent me that I felt like I would want to pair with a barbecue chicken pizza, which may or may not be in the oven as we speak. Is this folk and fable 2018 red blend with this boozy, bodacious nose, is it going to achieve the excellence I require when I eat a $5 frozen pizza? There's only one way to find out, and we found out right now as I take a sip. Oh, my goodness. I had to turn inside my um, <clears throat> uh, recording studio, by which I mean a wardrobe, and, and that was a big deal. That is how important it is that I take a sip in the correct position, the correct posture, so that you can hear and sense every emotion I'm having as this potentially delicious beverage hits my tongue. Are you ready for it, ladies and gentlemen? I'm sure you're just waiting. In fact, I'm sure you've skipped 30 seconds ahead to hear this moment right now where I take a sip. Okay, admittedly, that was three sips. But I needed three sips to get the full picture here because this is, this is a fun wine. Like, I'll be honest, most bourbon barrel aged wines are kind of fun. They're often cheap and cheerful, but they are fun. And this wine is fun because it brings you a lot of vanilla, a smooth but bold flavor. Again, common in a fun bourbon barrel aged wine because they're they're kind of just covering up for some cheap grapes, but honestly, Give me your cheap grapes, put them in a fancy bourbon barrel, let them soak in some kind of fun boozy flavor, and then shove it in a bottle with a fancy label and tell me that I'm going to have a good time because honestly, there are very few ways to have a good time right now. Or ever. Either way, this isn't bad. Uh, I do prefer, I prefer my bourbon barrel aged wines to be bourbon barrel aged uh, from a specific grape. Like, I love a bourbon barrel-aged uh, Cabernet. There is a combination, a, a power couple, synergy, Cabernet grapes, bourbon barrel age. Who doesn't love a bourbon barrel-aged Cabernet grape? Who doesn't love to say that, more importantly? Well, I do. And so I'll tell you that this is on par with some of my favorite cheap and cheerful bourbon barrel-aged Cabernets. Uh, but, but, those often go for a little bit of a lower price. So while I like this wine, I cannot let it break the four-star threshold. I am so sorry. We can round up to four stars. We cannot break four stars. And that is just the rules of the road. So this wine, with no specific price, because again, it is part of bright sellers where they kind of bundle it and you wonder, what did I pay and how did I get it? And where did it come from? Now, questions I don't have time to answer. Uh, What I will tell you is that I'm going to give this a 3.7 out of 5. A 3.7 out of 5. A 3.7 is a good number out of 5. It rounds up 2-4, but it also acknowledges that if this is the vibe you're looking for, there is a solid 4.2, 4.3 in your price range that you are gonna love. Whereas this you're just gonna like. And that's where we're at. This is a solid like, But one day, I hope once again we can meet new people and learn to love. And that is a scientific uh, measurement, so if you're wondering, again, science says that this wine, a uh, folk and fable 2018 bourbon barrel-aged red, is just a lack. Like. And uh, those scientists, they, they did that instead of curing the coronavirus. So I'd like to thank them for their service. Uh, they are doing essential work for me right now. And you can do essential work for me uh, right now as well by going to Apple Podcasts and giving this show five stars. Or however you listen to this podcast. Is there a way to like it, recommend it, send it to a friend? Do that. Because this podcast is available everywhere. Fine podcasts are sold and they are not sold. They are just given away. And so I'd love it if you gave me to someone else. And then I will see all of you, them, you, everyone, folk, and fable, here uh, next week when we continue to try to review the interesting wines from Bright Cellars. Here on Chris Tries to Review Wine, go have a beverage. You earned it. Chris Tries to Review Wine is created and produced and just, you know, generally made by Chris Barlow. Uh, he thanks you so much for listening and would love to know your thoughts. Find him on Twitter at IamChrisBarlow. And uh, be sure to rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. Tell people about it. And, you know, if you are learning anything, I'd love to know what it is. If you have a wine recommendation, I'd love to have you send it my way. Again, I'm on Twitter at I am Chris Barlow. I'll see you here next week to try and review more wine. Amen. Mm-hmm.